Freedom Experience Zone Radio. They called me down, but he says I'm free. Free your mind now. Freedom Experience Zone Radio. Welcome to Freedom Streams, brought to you by Freedom Express Ministry, Makindia Kampala, Uganda. These teachings express the triune God in His Word as life to impart, light to shine, grace to enjoy, and truth to realize. And now, let's listen to Pastor Dennis Matunga. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God bless you wherever you are. Once again, I want to welcome you on this wonderful radio. This is Freedom Experience Ministry, all the way from Kampala, Uganda. We want to say thank you for tuning in on Freedom Experience Radio, where you enjoy music as you enjoy Christ. And we have come with another teaching. This is our Freedom Streams uh, program, whereby we teach the Word of God so that you experience God in His Word as life and light and grace and reality for your enjoyment and that is the glory of God manifested. We want to bless God uh, because you have been on and you, you, have, uh, you have shared our radio to your brothers and sisters. Uh, may the Lord bless you. Once again, this is Pastor Dennis Matov Oda from Kampala, Uganda. I want to bring you this wonderful teaching and I know that you are going to be blessed. This time you are talking about baptism. What is baptism? What is baptism? Uh, we have been hearing such a, a, a phrase, baptism. Uh, some of you have you have been baptized. Others have not been baptized. Others have been baptized in, but not in the right way. Uh, others have uh, they just sprinkled water on them. Others were immersed. But we want to see what is baptism according to the scriptures and according to the types in the Old Testament. Hallelujah. So in the book of Exodus, which is the book of pictures, we have a remarkable picture of baptism. For example, uh, the book of Exodus is a book of pictures. Everything we see in, a, in Exodus is a picture of, of what God was reflecting. He wanted us to know something. And it, there are several pictures in the book of Exodus. So the New Testament speaks in various places regarding the, the significance of baptism. However, it is exceedingly helpful to, to, to think about and to ponder the picture of baptism in the book of Exodus. Uh, that's why this time we want to see this baptism uh, in, the, as in the pictures of Exodus. We will not start with the, the scriptures you know in the New Testament, but we want to figure it out from the Old Testament in the book of Exodus, uh, the book of pictures. Hallelujah. So if we have the kind of understanding that was given to Paul, the apostle, in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, remember that uh, he speaks of baptism. Uh, if we see the way Paul saw this uh, vision uh, of baptism, like in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, we will see that in the sight of God, the Red Sea was a one huge baptistry. In other words, 
when the children of Israel were passing through the Red Sea on dry land, the sea having been divided in two sides, um, they emerged, they emerged, they emerged on the other side safe and sound. They crossed over in a safe way. The, 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 the Bible says that the waters of the Red Sea split and they divided in two and they made great walls. And this, which has been a sea, the people managed to enter into it and the waters covered them. The waters covered them as we are moving uh, into the, the, the road that God had made in the Red Sea and they managed to reach their side safe and sound. So, when Pharaoh with his armies attempted to follow them, they perished in that very water of the Red Sea. Whereas the children of Israel managed to pass through, the, the enemy could not manage. Those that were following them could not manage. They could not manage to pass through on the other side. Now, on the one hand, the waters of the Red Sea were a salvation to the people of Israel. It saved them from their enemies, from that which was haunting them, from that, from that which was pursuing them. How many of the things that pursue us when we get saved? from our families, from our clans, from our background. There are some demonic forces, there are some witchcraft that wants to pursue you even, even when you have entered into salvation. But thank God for the picture of the Red Sea that the, 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 the Egyptians that were pursuing the children of Israel, they could no longer see them anymore. By the time they crossed their side, all their enemies were buried in the waters where they passed. That was a great salvation. And this is what happened in baptism. When we are baptized, there are some things we bury in that water. The old is buried in that water. The failures are buried in that water. Your background is buried in that water. Your family embargoes and limitations are supposed to be buried in that water. In other words, we are supposed to cross over to the other side as a true child of God and everything becomes new uh, as it is written in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. The Bible says, Behold, if anyone is in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation and old things have passed away. Behold, all things are become new. This is what happens when we baptize, when we go into baptism. The Bible says the enemy could not pass through. The enemy could not cross over. I don't know of the things that have been pursuing you. There are some things that you think in your mind. You imagine that these things are still pursuing me. They are from my father's side. They are from my mother's side. I know this thing is from our side. It is from the village. Until you experience the baptism and the, the work of the baptism. Until you come to the full knowledge of what baptism uh, 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 takes us through. Because if you are baptized and you don't know why you have been baptized, let me tell you, these things you keep on seeing because you don't know what the Lord has done. These things require us to know the truth, to experience what we have, we have gone through. You have got to understand what you have gone through. Now, if they did not know that they already see crossing over was a salvation, was a baptism, they wouldn't settle. 
God would, if, 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 if they had not seen their enemies dying in that very water, they would not settle in the, in the promised land. They would think the Egyptian could come, cross over and fetch them back to slavery. There is a mystery there of what God does to the people once they are baptized. This is the great importance of baptism. There are several things we bury in the water. One of the things we bury in the water is our, our old nature, our self. The other old you who could do bad things, who could do uh, wicked things, the wickedness. Your old man is buried in the water, and you 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 are supposed not you are not supposed to see him any longer as you are crossing over to the other side. You are supposed to live in a newness of life, as the Bible says. We are supposed to live in the newness of life, according to Romans chapter six. <laughs> Hallelujah. So now. We have seen this uh, took place and the enemies were buried. The waters of baptism signifies both the death and the resurrection. When we are baptized, there is a picture of our dying with the Lord and our resurrection with the Lord. That's the only way we can, we can experience the death of Jesus Christ. Is the, the only way we can experience the resurrection of Jesus Christ. When a believer enters into water for baptism, that is a barrier. You have been buried. You are dead, as as far as far as uh, concerning your old, your old life, your past life. You have been buried. Old things have passed away. They have died. When a believer, when this believer emerges from the water, comes out of the water, that is a resurrection. This is the only way we experience the death of Jesus Christ and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We 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 share. We participate in his death. We participate in his resurrection when we go through baptism. This is the importance of baptism. Hallelujah. So, the people of Israel passed through the Red Sea and typically speaking, they were buried and they resurrected because by the time they were in the Red Sea, the waters were so high as a mighty wall, as a great wall. But by the time they crossed over the other side, they had resurrected. They had resurrected and they came forth on the, water, on the other side of the sea in the wilderness. Hallelujah. So, negatively speaking, the wilderness is a place of scarcity, sufferings, trials, testings, temptations to deny Christ, surrendering yourself, uh, 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 and, and so on and so on. When we talk about the wilderness, people will come to this mind, they say, oh, that is a place of scarcity, that is a place of suffering. Uh, the wilderness is a place of trials, testings, temptations to deny Christ, uh, surrendering yourself. Those are experiences of the, the wilderness. But on the other occasion, we, we point out that from its positive perspective, because we have also got to see the importance of the wilderness, the positive perspective of a wilderness. The wilderness signifies separation unto God, separation unto God in resurrection. That's why when you get saved, you experience some wilderness experiences, hard life, uh, that you ask yourself, what is wrong with this? Uh, when, I, when I was not saved, I, I couldn't feel like this. 
I couldn't go through hard stuff like this. What happened after accepting Jesus Christ? When we pass through the wilderness, it has got the negative side. The negatively, uh, the wilderness will cause you to feel scarce as if you are in sufferings. You are going to be tried. You are going to be tested. You are going to be tempted. Uh, the situation will come to tempt you to deny Jesus Christ. Sometimes the, you, you feel like you want to surrender. Praise God. But the positive perspective of the wilderness after baptism, it signifies the separation unto God in resurrection. Now you have, sep- you, are, you, have, you have come out of the Red Sea. Now you have crossed over from the other side. Then learn to separate yourself unto God. Separate unto God. Separate yourself unto God. This wilderness will now do its best to drain everything of Egypt out of you. Because the Egyptians have died. But you have still you still possess the mindset of the Egyptians. You still possess the, 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 the reasoning of the Egyptians. You still have the fears of Egyptians. You you still have all the mentality and the attitude of Egypt, that slavery that you have been in before you get saved, it has got to be drained out of you. And that's why there is a wilderness after the Red Sea. It is to help us to separate us unto God. In our resurrection. So regarding the children of Israel who are a type of believers today, uh, because you have got to know that whatever they went through in the book of Exodus in the Old Testament, it is a type that is reflecting us as the believers today. The crossing over of the Red Sea portrays baptism with the steps of death, burial, and resurrection. In other words, the way you see uh, the red the Red Sea experience, it is a, 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 a picture to us that baptism has got three steps. Number one, you are supposed to die. Number two, you are supposed to be buried. Number three, you are supposed to resurrect after. So, in other words, when a person is baptized, he dies. When a person is baptized, he is buried. The old, his flesh is buried. Remember, remember very well that when they were crossing over in the days of Joshua, uh, when they are crossing over the, 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 Redis, uh, the river Jordan, the Bible says, and Joshua had to, uh, to, erect, to, to erect some stones uh, in the water. They, they erected some stones, 12 of them. They made a sort of an altar of stones. They left them in the altar, to, in the waters, to typify that something has been buried in the water. By the time they crossed over the other side, they had put the stones they had picked when while crossing Jordan, and they placed them in the uh, water of Jordan, so that uh, it typifies that uh, our old man has been buried. It's not supposed to come out of the water to be resurrected with us. You understand? So. That is in Joshua chapter 3. You can find the story of the crossing over of, of, of the river Jordan. You see the experiences that Joshua took the people into. They had to gather these stones and leave them in the water. And, and, and by the time they crossed the other side for the water to come back and uh, unite itself, I tell you these stones were buried in the water. In other words, there is a burial. Even if we come out of the waters after baptism, something has been buried and left in the waters. And when by the time we come out of the water, we are resurrected as a, a new creature and we are supposed to live that newness of life by experience and by faith. Glory to God for that. Hallelujah. So uh, what is particularly significant here, what is so important, however, is that 
Pharaoh and his chariots perished in the waters of the Red Sea. They never saw them anymore. They were they walked the other side with a, a great confidence because they saw their enemy being buried. Pharaoh typifies Satan. Pharaoh is a type of Satan and Egypt typifies the world. The Lord wants to see that all that is pursuing us from the world as a realm of both enjoyment and slavery. You see, in the world there are two things. The, in the world people do enjoy. There are some enjoyments but these enjoyments are mingled with slavery. And some, some of the Christians, they want to live such a life. They want to eat well. They want to, 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 to drive Porsche cars when they are in bondage. Demons are tormenting them, slavery, sickness, problems, and all sort of uh, every hardship. In other words, when you live in the world, the world is mixed with the enjoyment of the world and also the slavery. You cannot be in enjoyment without slavery. They are mixed. This is what took place with the, with the children of Israel when they are in Egypt. Sometimes they could say, we were eating meat in Egypt. We eat uh, onion. We eat, uh, we, we eat all stuff of vegetables, uh, but we, we are here in the desert still having in other words they could remember their enjoyments in egypt where uh, although they were in slavery so they said we, we feel like we want to go back in that life but let me tell you once we cross over we are supposed to forget the worldly enjoyments and we begin to enjoy christ we begin to eat on Christ. We begin to feed on Christ as our enjoyment. We begin to enjoy Christ wherever he's going to take us through in Jesus' mighty name. So the children of Israel were slaves under Pharaoh's oppression. They were slaves. No matter they could eat meat, they were slaves. No matter they had houses where to sleep, they were slaves. No matter they, they, they worked, they were slaves. It couldn't remove the, the fact that they were slaves. Now this indicates that uh, as unbelievers, uh, we were slaves under the dictatorship and the usurpation of Satan. In other words, whatever the devil could decide, you could not resist. These people you see outside in the world, no matter how many houses they have, no matter how many cars they have, when the devil begins to dictate to them, they will just obey whatever he says, whether to lose all things, whether to sacrifice, whether to kill, whether to sin, whether to, to do any other thing. They will do because they are dic the, the dictator, the, the Satan is dictating to them. He's usurping their, their freedom. He's, he's, he's getting rid of their peace. You understand? So once we believed Christ and we became born again, we became in Christ, then we began to make our exodus from the world. That's why the book of Exodus is so important to the, the, to the church today, to the believers, because uh, we are also in our exodus. Remember, Exodus has got two sides. Uh, they, they, they journeyed from, the, from Egypt to the Red Sea. That is the first side. Then they crossed over the other to another desert. Then they journeyed from that desert to the River Jordan. That is the second experience of the Exodus. So we are supposed to pass through two categories, two kinds of Exodus. And some of us, yes, we crossed over. We are, we are born again. We crossed over. And uh, now we, there is an experience of the desert we are going through uh, as we are coming towards our Jordan, towards our promised land, towards our uh, the enjoyment of Christ in his fullness. Hallelujah. So there are some experiences that we have been going through. There are some desert situations that we have been going, going through. But I want you to remind you this, that uh, we are also in our exodus. We are moving forward. 
Let us not look at the things we are facing today. Let us not look at the difficulties in the desert. The good thing is that he has not saved us to, to stay in the desert. He has saved us to go into the promised land. There is somewhere God has pre- prepared. There is a place. There is an atmosphere. There is a realm of freedom. There is a realm. There is a place. And that place is called Jesus Christ. We are supposed to enter him and enjoy him. To be rooted in him. To be grounded in him. To have our being in him. To move in him. Once we live and we, we enter into that realm, I tell you, we shall rest. We shall rest in the name of Jesus. So I was telling you that the children of Israel, they, they crossed over and when it comes to us, they born again. Now this is our experience. We are traveling our exodus. We are moving from somewhere and we are going somewhere. We are coming from some uh, 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 some realm to another realm. So uh, we were slaves uh, but now we are free and now we are living and we are making our exodus from the world. Uh, even though we left the world, the world is still in our minds. We are supposed to get rid of this world. We are still uh, ex- uh, moving on. We are still uh, going forward. So Satan resisted and, and even pursued us. Sometimes we got saved in the in the past and the devil was resisting he says you cannot get saved He's, he pursued us that's why some people could see those dreams could see those pursuers those evil spirits tormenting them until they come to the realization of the truth of what God did for us in the book of Exodus as a type but God in his wisdom uh, he took this as an opportunity God wants to take the pursuing of the enemy the resistance of the enemy uh, to be an opportunity through baptism to deal severely with Satan and with the world. The Lord wants to bury Satan in the waters. The Lord wants to bury the world in the waters. The Lord is ready to deal severely with the devil wherever he is. No matter what you know about your family, no matter what you know about your your your, your, your background, the Lord is able to deal with those things. He is an omnipowerful God an almighty God. He's almighty. He's God almighty and is able to, to deal with any any resistance of the devil. Just ignore the resistance of the devil. Just ignore the pursuing of the devil. Just look at the power of baptism. Remind the devil of that you were baptized. Remind the If you have not been baptized, prepare for a baptism. Prepare for a baptism because this is the mystery of baptism. And uh, you have got to remind yourself, no, I was baptized and Satan was dealt with. The world was dealt with. Everything that was pursuing me from my family, from my background was dealt with. Everything that was coming from my clan was dealt with. The moment you continue to to, 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 to confess the facts, to confess the truth, to keep on speaking that which you know that happened as a result of the word of God, I tell you, the devil will find his place. He'll find his position and say, okay, you know the truth, now I leave you. Hallelujah. Some of the tormenting we have is the tormenting in the mind. The mind is always thinking that we are still bound. When you see some pictures in dreams, you say, oh, I'm not yet delivered. But this, when they th- such things show up, you have got to remind yourself of what the Lord has done. The moment you remind yourself, keep on reminding as you are praying. Keep on reminding yourself as you are praying. I assure you, the Lord will deliver you completely from such and he'll give you a pure rest, a total rest, and you'll rest because the Bible says, whosoever the Son sets free is free indeed. He cannot leave us with the, uh, half slaves, half free. No. 
We are supposed to receive a total freedom. We are supposed to enjoy a total freedom. And the one thing that makes us to be totally free is the experience of baptism. Hallelujah. So, I want you to remember how Pharaoh <clears throat> and his chariots perished in the waters of the Red Sea. That was a, a history to remember. It was a history to remember. This indicates that baptism signifies the termination of Satan and the termination of the world system organized by him to oppress us and seize us. Baptism signifies that. It signifies the termination of Satan, the termination of the world system that was organized by the devil to oppress us and to seize us. We cease to be under that oppression. We cease to be under that uh, usurpation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God for that. Glory to God for that. If we have this picture in view, when we speak of baptism, we will realize that baptism is a tremendous significant step in the completion of our experience of God's salvation. We have got to have this as a picture. We have got to see this as a reality. That when we are baptized, there is a realization of that baptism. There is a tremendous meaning uh, is, uh, uh, that we have taken. There is a step that we have taken. There is a completion of our experience of God's salvation. Let me tell you, baptism is part of salvation. That's why the Bible says if you believe and be baptized, if you are born of the Spirit and of water, you shall be, uh, you shall be, you see the kingdom of God. That is in John chapter 3. Uh, hallelujah. So, through baptism, we pass through death and enter into resurrection. These are the things that come to pass in our lives. Through baptism, we are delivered from Satan and the world. This is another experience we get after baptism. When we are baptized, these are the things we get. We believe it. It is a spiritual fact and a reality in the sight of God. As far as God is concerned, this is a reality that we are free. But we have got to know it, enjoy it, realize it, and we claim this freedom to live in it day by day experientially. Hallelujah. And uh, in the, in the, we, God knows that in the waters of baptism, we lie buried. He knows that we are buried. We are buried, not only our old man, but also Satan and the seizing, all oppressing world under his dominion, all the demonic forces, all the family backgrounds. You have got to consider yourself free from them, from their cessation, from their oppression, from their usurpation. This is the work of the Lord that he has done for us in this, in this uh, baptism experience. This is the striking picture for us. Baptism is a, mo a momentous event. It is something, it's a moment that, that you cannot forget in the believer's life. It is some, it's a good moment and these things take place just in a twinkle of minutes. I tell you by the time you are coming out of the water something has changed. Something you cannot realize in the first place but it has changed in the spirit rhythm. The revelation of baptism is both in picture and in word, profoundly significant. When you talk about the picture of Exodus, when you talk about the scriptures that talk about baptism, I tell you this is a powerful meaning of baptism. We, we, we as born again, very much appreciate the picture in Exodus of our salvation through water and of Satan's termination through the same water that has saved us. This is baptism as portrayed in the book of 
Exodus. I hope you are enjoying this and I know that now by this time you know the importance of baptism. If you are not sure that you are baptized in the right way, I assure, I, I, I want to urge you to, 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 to begin to think of being baptized. Begin to think of being baptized in the right way. Get a, a spirit-filled church and you tell that pastor, I need to be baptized. I need to be baptized in the right way. I've given you a right teaching concerning the great picture concerning baptism. I want to give you some scriptures uh, so that you uh, you do what you 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 strengthen yourself with them, and you know what baptism did for you. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 3 verse 7, But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees came to his baptism, he said, this is John, he said to them, O generation of vipers, who has warned you to flee from the wrath to come? That means that when we are baptized, we are fleeing from something. We are fleeing from the wrath. Hallelujah. That is Matthew chapter 3 verses 7. John, John was telling these Pharisees, there is wrath to come, but if you want to escape it, be baptized with water. Matthew chapter 20, verse 22, the Bible says, But Jesus answered and said, You know not what you ask. You Are you able to drink of the cup that I shall drink of and to be baptized the baptism that I am baptized with? They said unto him, We are able. Now, this is another one that is revealing to us that baptism is of different kinds. It can go even up to three categories of baptism. There is the baptism of water, there is the baptism of the Spirit, but there is also the baptism of fire, whereby Jesus was telling the, the, the disciples, John and James, are you able to pay the price? Are you able to drink on the cup that I'm going to drink? By that time he was going to, on the cross and they were willing to, to sit on the either side of Jesus in the heavens. He told them that if you want to sit in those sides, number one, there is a baptism you're supposed to go through. And this is the baptism of fire. Sometimes God allows us to go through several baptisms. He allows us to go through a baptism. He baptizes us with challenges, with fiery situations so that we are purified, so that we are purified as gold so that by the time we, we, we appear before him we are approved so Jesus is telling the, 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 the disciples are you able are you able hallelujah the Bible says <clears throat> he continues to tell them in verse 23 he tells them that and he said to them you you shall drink indeed of my cup but and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with but to sit on my right hand on my left hand is not my to is not is not my to give and uh, but it it shall be given to them for whom it is prepared for my father now jesus confirms to the disciples that this baptism you also experience you also go through this baptism i tell you he told them you also go into this baptism you pass through some experiences that will be fire experiences that will be hard experiences and those will be a baptism to you because it is ordained for us to go through trials it is ordained for us to go to go through hard times and these are like a baptism that is a baptizing us so that uh, it is called the baptism of fire that's what they normally call the baptism of fire you say you remember the john says that the one is coming is going to baptize you with the fire now some of the people they wonder they sometimes they say maybe that is the baptizing us with the holy spirit but there is where they indicate baptism of the holy spirit and there is where they indicate the baptism of fire 
Hallelujah. So when we come to chapter 21, verse, verse, verse 25, Matthew 21, verse 25, the baptism of John, the Bible says that from where, where did it come from? From heaven or to men, Jesus was asking the children of Israel. That means that the baptism of God, it came from God. And God wants every person to be baptized. He wants us to be baptized so that there is repentance of the remission of sin. Why are we baptized? So that... Uh, there is repentance and remission of sins. In other words, this is a complete package of salvation. Hallelujah. It's a complete package of salvation that we are supposed to experience as children of God. We are supposed to go through all this uh, to complete. You remember, Jesus came to, to John and told him that I've come to baptize. Then John was saying, no, I, I can, I'm not worthy to baptize you. But Jesus told him that I must fulfill all righteousness. I must fulfill all righteousness. It is ordained for me to baptize. If I'm a child of God, I'm supposed to be baptized. Even Jesus was baptized and he fulfilled all righteousness. So we need to baptize. We need to go through that experience if you're born again. If you are not yet born again, you remember that some of you will say that they baptize us when you are still children. We are still young. I tell you that was not a proper baptism. It was not a proper baptism because you didn't know what you were doing and it was not an immersion because the word baptism comes from the word baptizo, which means to immerse. You are supposed to be immersed. You are supposed to be buried in the water because this is a type. This is is a type when they sprinkle water on your face on your forehead you are not all over they have not baptized you because that's the sprinkling some of the, the, the biggest part of you is not buried hallelujah because baptism is a burial and the sprinkling of the water cannot be a burial so these are the mistakes that are done by uh, some religion uh, but I want to encourage you to know the proper way the proper uh, baptism as the Bible indicates it hallelujah so the, 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 the Bible emphasizes baptism and I pray that you believe uh, and go through baptism in the right way in the name of Jesus Christ. Go through that which is uh, ordained for you to go through. The baptism of John was a baptism of water. The baptism of Jesus was the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But once we are born again, there is another baptism we go through. That's the baptism of fire whereby that fire is uh, for example <clears throat> uh, the children of God, uh, when they cross over from the, uh, the, uh, to the other side of the Red Sea, they experienced the desert situation. That was another baptism of fire. The challenges they went through them, it was ripping off that which is of Egypt, that which is of the world. So we go through several baptisms of fires, fires, fires. The Bible says that uh, uh, in First Peter chapter 4, he, say, he calls it in verse 12, he calls this trials that are fiery fiery trials fiery temptations that come to try us so that's another category that purifies us and cleanses us of all that is of the world so i want to encourage you with these wonderful teachings that the lord is so good the lord is so good to those that want to know the truth the bible says baptism must be carried out to fulfill all righteousness. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord bless you uh, with this wonderful teaching. God really bless you. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. I want to pray for you. Father, I thank you for these people that are listening from across the world, across the globe on Freedom Experience Radio. Wherever they are, bless them mightily. Bless them abundantly. Bless them Lord Almighty. Let this word they have had work in them, a mighty working. And the Spirit of the Lord may use them and use this word to take them on another level. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray for them that they may experience
this truth that we have shared in the word and they attain freedom in Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, be blessed. This is Freedom Experience Ministry, all there from Kampala, Uganda, and I'm Pastor Dennis Matovu. I pastor the church Freedom Experience Ministry. Thank you for listening to Freedom Experience Radio. Enjoy music as you enjoy Christ. Visit us on our website, www.freedomexperiencezone.com, and you can write to us on Facebook, Freedom Experience Ministry, or Freedom Experience Radio. You can get in touch with us. You can also get our application, Freedom Experience Radio, uh, Freedom Experience Zone app, or you can get other applications that can play our radio for example radio deck radio deck is an application you can download it plays our radio our radio line radio box our online radio box those applications do play our radio and you listen to freedom experience radio god bless you god bless you bye-bye we love you there is freedom for more information or get more of these messages or donate to our ministry Contact us on our Facebook page, Freedom Experience Ministry, or visit our website on www.freedomexperiencezone.com. Or you can call us directly on class 256 Thank you.